Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Don't rattle him like that, damn it. You're balling up his shit. Grandpa's strict liquid diet keeps him as fresh as a rose. Every spring, the Atlas Rendering Company used to throw a big barbecue for Grandpa. Oh, he was the master. He was the one and only. He showed us all the business. We was raised in meat. <laughs> But then, after the glory, here comes the shame. Atlas went for automation. The, the electrified cages, the cold steel chutes, The air-powered head hammers that drove Grandpa crazy seeing things done like that. No, 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 that's all right. That's all right. It'd be over soon. Get the hammer. Get the hammer. The crunching and the grinding. You just couldn't stand it. No way. So that was all she wrote. One morning... Grandpa just quit going in. It was the shame. It was the shame. The shame. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. Woo! about ratings we got it we got it up the ratings people aren't liking us tim we're getting kicked out of certain cool cool people groups <laughs> where we thought none of this shit matters you fuckers this is all stupid um anyway i'm like here. i said as i've always said this is the reason why i i am who i am <laughs> and who are you this is tim gross tonight being played by 
uh, WWF superstar. The role of Tim Gross will be played by Mr. Perfect, Larry Hennig. I'm sick and tired. I've been sitting back in Minnesota and all the talk shows and everything is about Jerry Lawler. Well, let me tell you right now. Why don't you come out of here right now, Jerry Lawler? I'm standing in your backyard. And you and I, I will, I'll tell you what I'll do. I will cripple you so bad that they'll have to hand me that belt back on a silver platter. Why don't you just get out of here? Now, nobody asked you to come to this television show. You come out here and jump on a perfect gentleman that's perfect standing gentleman. What kind of What kind of bozo is he anyway? That guy doesn't have anything to do in my business. Kurt Henning. Kurt Henning. Larry Henning is his dad. The yes, fuck? the axe. Fuck, I'm stupid. Well, anyway, Mr. Perfect, what have you been watching this week? Uh, make sure question. they're cool because we need the ratings, man. We need the ratings. Get out That's... there and talk up the void, Tim. Well, I, I, well, I do have a copy of the void now. I think you'll like it. I wasn't. I was. I was talking to to uh, I almost said Dano because he just. Yes. I was talking to Dan out of print, Dan, last yep. night about it, and Dan loved it. I'm. I, I like it enough. It is, it is, uh, a good movie. It is a good movie. But what it is, is there's not a lot of originality in the script. They took this part of Prince of Darkness, this part of the thing, and the, they, Lock, Stock, and Barrel did the ending of Children of the Living, or City of the Living Dead. Okay. And just mashed it all together. But goddamn, the effects are fucking awesome. Yeah, that's what Dan, Dan was telling me. I have a copy of that. I now have a copy of Get Out, and I have a really? copy of Bye Bye Man. Oh, Dan was pushing the Bye Bye Man on me, too, and I'm like, no, sir, no thank you. Uh, but, you know, watched Primal Force, which I was happy with. I was, with. too. I was shocked. We'll talk <laughs> and about we're going to get into that, because there's, there's some stuff behind that. Uh, watch Deep Space with Mark Singer. That's the one you wanted to cover that I said pass. No, Blue Monkey. No, Blue Monkey's terrible, dude. That's the one and I, I would, you not And just watch. because you said it was terrible, I watched that one anyhow. And it's terrible, right? It's fun terrible. It's fucking but, horrible, dude. The only thing redeeming Deep about Sp- that movie is Garrett Graham. Garrett, uh, Deep Space with Mark Singer, though. It just, it reminded me of, yeah, this is what makes movies fun. This is, this movie would be a VH room, VHS room special. Like, that movie was made for that room kind of thing. Just a lot of fun. Uh, uh, but Blue Monkey, yes, uh, I, I just, I was laughing, which is also known as the insect, by the way. Um, watch Hectic Knife. Okay, I know you got that last week as a screener or some sorts. No, I got that from Wasteland. Hmm. Guys were who were with Thomas Berninski across from us, the Michigan uh-huh. guy. Hectic knife people were there. Sasquatch. Yes. The hectic knife people were there, and they gave me a copy of Hectic Knife. Well, I wasn't, you know, I was making jokes about it that, you know, before they should went to trauma, they should have came to me. I would have made them more money. You would have struck a better deal, I'm for sure. Yes, because I've heard the trauma deals. Well, trauma should be begging them to do sequels. Because I'm here to say, uh, th- this is like the next generation, like next wave, but without being the next wave, this has to be one of the best 
or at least better pickups for Troma. Because that's what Troma does, pretty much, is just pick up a lot of movies. Yeah, they're in the distribution house. Yeah. Well, this is in the vein of Troma, and I'm talking more like uh, the second wave of Troma, like uh, a Sergeant Kabuki man. Oh, that's my, that's one of my favorites. Like, yeah, because this is a knife-wielding superhero that just goes around slitting throats of drug dealers and mobsters. I like it. <laughs> it and it's just, it's completely hilarious. It is, you know, not great acting, but on purpose. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And it just has this, has like this... Toxic Avenger 4, Sergeant Kabuki Man, kind of like mid-90s trauma vibe to it. Like, this would be second wave. Uh, this easily, you could, uh, you know, if you put a couple of people, if, like, Debbie Rashawn showed up in this, if uh, Tiffany Shepis like, just walked off the set of Tromeo and Juliet mm-hmm. and been in this movie, I think this movie fits in the second wave of trauma films. I I. I like it that much. Okay. I was very surprised by Hectic Knife. And uh, it, it just, if you get a chance to see it or grab it, you should. Do yourself a favor. Support those dudes. They're big trauma guys to begin with. But, I mean, honestly, most of the crap that trauma picks up, and yes, it's crap. Most of the crap that trauma picks up, it's stuff, like you said, they're just being a distribution center at this point. Mm-hmm. Picking it up on the cheap, putting it out there, just keeping the Troma label out there, you know, the Troma name. That's fine. That's cool. You know, you're going to sell copies because you got the Troma label on it. Uh-huh. But it, like I said, it's like literally you stumbled across a lost Troma film. I, I just, it's really cool. It's not first wave. It's not class of Nukem High, Toxic Avenger kind of stuff. This is more like when Sergeant Kabuki Man came in and. Some of the other stuff, like uh, like I said, Tromeo and Juliet, that kind of stuff. That's my problem. I like all that first wave stuff. Yep. I think sec- the second wave stuff is the funniest. Yes. I it, it, but that's I think it fits in with the second wave, and I'm glad I got to watch that. And I wish those guys a ton of ton of luck because that it, it just. It looks, it's good stuff, man. I can't say enough good things about Hectic Knife. Uh, Speaking of which, third wave trauma. Yeah. When are we getting the fucking part two of Class of Nukem High, goddammit? You're not the only one that's asking that. When the fuck is that coming? There is a lot of people, and I'm not just saying trauma fans, but, like, you know, what's left of the major horror websites, there's there's like a disconnect, like, I guess Lloyd isn't a- answering questions about this. I don't know what's the hold up. So your guess is good as mine right now. Mm, because I haven't I haven't seen any articles or anybody that has claimed to have seen it. The finished product at least. Right. And Lloyd Kaufman really hasn't gone out of his way to talk about it either. Well, who knows, man? Lemmy's dead now. It might yep. be it might be that might have thrown a state of chaos into Tromaville. I mean, he is the mayor. Yes. Who's the mayor now? Lemmy's dead. It, it's chaos over there. I can't blame him. I, I hope every look, they need to. Have but you know what? Show. That's probably one of the best questions that uh, that have been on this show. But the thing is, I think a lot. I think Troma fans 
and just horror movie fans in general are asking, okay, where's the second part of classic, the return to class in Newcomb High? The first part was great. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was great. I, I couldn't wait. And now it's, we're going on what, two years now? It seems like it. It's a long ass time. I know that. Yeah, we're going on two years. I could understand a year, but we're now going on two years. Yeah, this is trauma, man. You'd think they'd just turn these things out. and. Yeah, especially when it was know. supposedly finished. I don't know. So when but, I, next time anybody sees Uncle Lloyd at a fucking convention, ask him. Yep. Really see know. If you, yeah, see if you can get an answer out of him. Yeah. Also watched uh, Angel Heart, which we're going to talk oh, about. We are later. going to talk about that. <laughs> And I already watched my movie pick for next week because I was talking to Dan's buddy Maurice last night, and he's telling me about a movie called Screwball Hotel, and I was like, I've never heard of it. Wait a minute. Tell me this is from, like, 1983 and stars Steve Gutenberg. Well, it doesn't star Gutenberg, but I found out it's, like, from 1988 or 89. It is the third movie of the Screwballs trilogy. Whoa. I, yeah. I, I didn't know there was a screwballs too. Yes, it's called an it's like called another screwball. Oh my god. Yeah, like him and I were having oh, this conversation. Oh shit. When are we going to make knuckleballs? <laughs> That's it. We fucking hire like Steven Seagal or Ralph Macchio. No, we get Steven Seagal to reprise his role as Cockpuncher. Cockpuncher, yes. A movie called Knuckleballs. Or he just punches people in the dick. I want Donald Gibb in it. Okay, done. Yes, yes, Donald Gibb deserves, he deserves to be in it. Done. Because uh, we were just having this conversation about movies last night, and he's telling me, I need to see this. Because I, I was telling him. You and Donald was, Gibb? Uh, well, besides that, I was telling him, I believe it's uh, next weekend. I think it's May 6th, it's Saturday. Uh-huh. And I think it's on Sony Channel, Saturday night. It's either Sony Channel or MGM HD Channel. They're playing Hard Bodies, Hard Bodies to Jocks, and then um, Private Resort. Holy shit, man! And he's like, "All we're missing is Ski School," and we just we both started naming like every no, random eighties sex comedy. You need Mo Porn to fucking host that fucking night. Oh yeah, yeah, he would. That, that's true. He would be you a need, good host because you we, need shit like. Hot T-shirts and and spring break. Yeah, because I started bringing up, I was like, "You remember bikini uh, bikini oh, car wash?" And man, he's like, "You could have a whole channel just." I was yeah, I was naming random all. movies, and he's like, "I didn't know that existed." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "You remember in Hard Bodies too, where they sold them bikinis, they raised money, and the bikinis fell off as soon as they went in the ocean." <laughs> He's just like, he's like, why do you remember this? Dude, there's so many bikini movies. Off-road yeah. bikini adventure, bikini car wash, the bikini company. That's where, that's where, that's remember. how Ernest, uh, Ernest, the uh, dude that did uh, Ernest Goes to Jail and all those, that was how the, him and people came up with fast food. That movie. Oh, shit. Yeah, they wanted like a... Like a PG, more PG-13 version of that stuff. No, there's no call for Who wants a PG-13 version of a bikini movie? Fuck that. I do, because fast food was kind of good. And I like Hamburger the Movie. <laughs> and Hot Dog. 
Hot Dog the Movie. Hot Dog the Movie's got a Killer Wet T-shirt contest, and it's got your boy, American David Werewolf. Naughton. Yeah, David Naughton. <laughs> I still fucking hate him, but yeah, it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie. But yeah, like I was telling him about that, so I went today. I was like, right before I was going to watch Jocks, I was like, because I'm like, man, it has been a while since I've seen Jocks. I wasn't remembering all of it, and I was like, oh, fuck, Donald Gibb is in it. I'm watching this. And But then I'm looking up Screwball Hotel, and I'm reading about it, and I'm like, there, that's like, this sounds familiar, but I know I haven't seen it. <laughs> and that's when I found out there is three Screwball movies. Wow. Yeah, talk about random stuff, information I was finding today. But, yeah, next week, uh, I'm doing Jocks with Donald Gibb, Richard Roundtree. I've and, never and, seen Jocks, that's awesome. Oh, it's fun. And the chick from Law & Order, it's one of her first movies she's ever in. Uh, I can't even say her last name, Marissa Hurtaski or something like that. Mariska Hargitay? Yeah, 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 she plays Benson. She's in it. Um, this dude, this Latin, Latino dude is in it. And this Latino dude, and I was sitting there because I was, I wanted to know more about Donald Gibb. This Latino dude that's in there and it's on the tennis team. Huh. He was in UH, UHF, right? Oh man, is he fucking the guy who teaches poodles how to fly? Dude died in a car accident while filming UHF. No, not the guy, not Raul's Wild Kingdom. I think I, I know that. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God. It's like, that that kind of sucks. <laughs> you know, I'm like, that's crazy. Because I started looking up stuff about all these people. Yeah. I'm like, that's nutsoid. I think there was supposed to be more segments with Raul, and that's why there weren't, because he died. Yeah, I do know that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that, that's what I'm doing next week is jocks. I wanted to do something completely different. Nice. So I'm gonna have to that's, th- that's what I came up with. Cool. Because as soon as I was done watching that and I posted a trailer, like YouTube was asking me, do you want to watch joysticks? <laughs> oh, man, you do want to watch joysticks. Cause yeah, that's, be- that's one I still got to cross off my list. I've never watched that. Do you want to watch a movie where it's all about raping Joe Don Baker's wife? <laughs> that's all that, that movie's about. But that is what I watched this week, sir. Well, I watched some some stuff. Some stuff we've talked about, so I'm not going to get into it. I, I watched uh, I, I, Every time I watch this movie, Hell Night, I love it even more, a little more. With Linda Blair. With Linda Blair. I love okay. it. Because, uh, Tim, what, what, what movie, what kind of movie is that? Is that a monster movie? Is it a slasher? It's got a it little... Is, it is movie. lumped in with the slashers as, because of the time it came out, which yeah. I think is 1981. Some, I think 83, maybe. In 83? I'm thinking 81. But either way, one of us will look that up at some point. Uh... <laughs> I I think because it being with the fraternity sorority thing and it being Halloween night and all that stuff, yep. I think it gets lumped in as a slasher. But you can make an argument that it is a monster movie. And again, it goes into our conversation we were having about Funhouse last week. Yeah, I think it's a more of a monster movie than a slasher. There's, I don't think you're wrong for whatever you... What, 
You know what I mean? Whatever you want to argue. Yeah, who I don't knows, think... man? Because you got all your slasher tropes. You got the goofball trickster guy in there. You don't have any boobs, do you? I, I thought there was one set in there. Maybe that blonde. Yes. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. But yeah, I don't... no, I think you're right. Uh, no, it's probably her. Oh, Suki, Suki Goodwin. That's her name. I think I got the poster sitting on my wall right here. <laughs> but yeah, man, that movie is just... Linda Blair's trying... 1981, to... I was 1981. right. 1981? I should have yep. never guessed. I should have never questioned Tim Gross. <laughs> but man, that movie is a movie that I want to see come out on Blu-ray from Screen Factory. I, I was going to say, Hell Knight for me, I think opens the door for a film like Night of the Demons to be made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. It is a proto-Night of the Demons. You know yeah. what? If you... Man, I just don't know which one's better. I, I like Hell Knight a little... I'm a big fan of Night of the Demons, but not that much. Oh, I'm a huge fan of that movie. I mean, it was part of the greatest trip to the video store ever. When I got to see Hell Knight, or, or uh, excuse me, Night of the Demons, Leatherface, and Popcorn all in the same trip for the first time in like 1991 mm-hmm. or so. That was the greatest trip to the video store ever. But, ah, uh, man... I always feel too with Hell Knight there was always like I don't go back to missing either. footage. Yeah. That's a that's a I would love to see that one looked up and really uh like remastered and put a bunch of stuff on there cuz you know I'd be for that. Yeah. I'd be for I'd be for something like that. I haven't I haven't pulled my copy out in a long time to watch it. Yeah, and you know it look it look pretty goddamn great. Anyway, yeah. I watched that's a five-star movie. I watched I went back, and I was like, you know, my dad was talking about it the other day and how he wanted to watch it again, and I was like, I think I'll go watch it. I'll go I'll go watch uh, Live Free or Die Hard again. Or no, a good day to – whichever the Die Hard is, they're in Russia, five. Yeah, that's uh, – yeah, that's – um. A good day to die hard, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. That movie – I wish that movie – fuck that movie. When Bruce Willis is in your movie and that's your flagship, like, Bruce Willis role, and you're Bruce Willis and you don't even try, and you have cinema poison uh, that is, what's his name, Jai Courtney, that guy, fuck fuck your movie. That movie is a diehard movie that's just boring as fuck. And I, I didn't, I don't, I don't think I even fucking finished it. It is garbage. So fucking terrible. But anyway, I went back one movie before that and watched Live Free or Die Hard. And you know what? I like that movie. I like I like Justin Long in that movie. Bruce mm-hmm. Willis is trying. But that movie is where John McClane ceases to be a normal human being and becomes a superhero, an indestructible superhero. And I could the, you could pinpoint it when Timothy Oliphant's character sends the F-16 jet after John McClane, and he collapses the overpass and surfs the jet to safety, that's where John McClane, that's where the character dies, and he becomes a superhero. Because, you know, the first Die Hard and the second and the third are great because John McClane is a fucking human, and he gets hurt, and he's not indestructible, and he's just an everyman. You know yeah. what I mean? And they, they just jump the shark, and whoo. Boy, I know what you're saying. I still enjoyed the movie, but I know I, 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 it's one of those things I can hear to arguments. Yeah. 
I would honestly sell, tell people not to watch that fifth Die Hard movie. Fucking, that's garbage. But anyway, I did see a weirdo movie that I'm shocked that nobody ever, ever fucking uh, talks about. And that movie is called, do you remember this? Blue Chips. Yes, Nick Nolte, With Shaquille O'Neal. Yep. With Nick Nolte, Shaquille, Penny Hardaway's in it. I'm trying to look it up yep. on IMDb, but it's not coming up. I'm trying, because there was a guy from the Pacers. Uh, not me, Reggie Miller. No, it wasn't Reggie Miller. It was a white, it was a goofy white guy. Um, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Because you put blue chips in, and it does not show up. Yeah, because that's the one where like Nick Nolte's tired of losing. He's tired of. He basically like, plays Bobby Knight. Yeah, and, and he decides, okay, we're gonna get, we're gonna pay all the players, bring them all in. Yeah. Here we go. It's got a Shaq, Penny Hardaway, Matt Nover. That's who it was. Well, he sucked. Uh, yeah, he he was. He, uh, he played for Indiana for a couple of years. It's like I said, he sucked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a fucking terrible movie. Where if you want to see uh, Nick Nolte play Bobby Knight and do Bobby Knight type shit, yeah, and just go full drunk Nick Nolte craziness. Uh, this is your movie, and I, I don't know why people don't reference this when they talk about, because the internet loves bad Shaq movies. Oh, yeah. Kazam, Steel. I don't know why they're not ever talking about blue chips. But, yeah, you got Larry Bird in there. Bobby Knight's in there. I'm looking, I'm looking, holy Jesus. Dickie V's in there. A lot of fucking college basketball guys. And there's, honestly, nothing in this world that interests me less than college basketball and I still like this movie. Holy shit. Here we go. Oh man. Jim Caviezel's in this movie. Old Jesus Christ himself, Lou Gossett Jr., Chappie Sinclair. This is one of those movies where and Blue Chips? Yeah. Huh. This is one of those movies like if you're playing 6 degrees of Kevin Bacon and you can get to like Blue Chips or JFK or Dune or Cannonball Run 2. You will yeah. win because everyone are is that's anyone's in that movie. You know what I mean? Cast wise, yeah, yeah, that's one you get to. Anyway, that's all I watched this week, sir. Uh, I have got a fuckload of news. Are you ready to jump into this? Well, since you got a bunch of news, let me ask you a question. Okay. A tidbit of information. I wanted to get your opinion on it. Okay, hit it. Thor 3. Yes, I'm going back to this. Uh, I like what I see so far, but they are yes. being Guardians of the Galaxy pretty bad. Who's hating on that? Um, not, I, I haven't seen anybody. Oh, okay. Uh, Thor 3. Uh, not so much what's going to happen. Is it me, or does it really feel like they are advertising at kind of like... Star Trek 2, Star Trek 3... You're talking these new uh, Star Trek movies. No, the old ones, the 80s. Uh, I don't... Dude, you're it, asking it, the wrong person because I was not about... I still... It I, has, like, this... It has, like, this vibe, like, Tron... Oh. Um, now you're talking my language. It, 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 Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think just, they're... 
you know the, the the advertising even seems retro is what I'm getting at. Yeah, I think the marketing team and the people who are cutting their trailers are doing that on purpose. I think that's the vibe they're going for with this. TV yeah, because I really TV like TV guy. Like I was like every time I've seen this trailer now, I'm like waiting for the commercial. Hey, don't forget to get your Thor three sticker book. You know, do you remember the E.T. sticker books? I remember and, all those sticker books. Yeah, like that's what I'm waiting for after this. You know what I mean? This, my or, answer or is... I'm waiting. I'm waiting for a commercial for Garbage Pail Kids. <laughs> the movie or the card? No, the cards. Like the first couple series, they actually had commercials. Wow. Holy cow! I didn't know that. I, I might have to fucking stick one in here. Yeah, it just it's. To me, it, I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It just has this weird kind of drive-in, early 80s, this is how we're marketing. I think they've got a vibe and they're going for it. And yeah, Thor like, this, it. like this is how we're marketing to the people. In Thor 3, it's like it like got lost from 1983. I think that's exactly deal. the marketing scheme they're going for. That plus the movie... Mick is kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy Jr. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie yet. I think it looks better than the other two Thor movies. I and I will go back to it, and I will defend the Thor movies. They're okay. I, they're not. They, they're yeah. Movie. They're not great. But like I said, the biggest thing for me was you took a boring ass character mm-hmm. and you made a decent movie out of it. I like the first one. How it's real small in scope. Yeah. After they get out of Asgard, it's just about that one town. Yes. And I like the second one. I don't like the second one at all. See, like, I, it's I, forgettable. It's got this Flash Gordon-esque vibe to it, and a lot of people were comparing it to that movie. And see, I, I think it, it. the second one was necessary. Of, mm. I think it was. I think it was more necessary to what at what they're doing with the other. Avengers and everything else. It was a placeholder movie, honestly. Yes, yes. And that is the argument you can always have for that second movie, was that movie exists just until they got to, like, Iron Man 3 or whatever was coming right after that, or Avengers. You know, whatever was coming, that movie was just holding its place. Sure, yeah. It's very, like, the stakes are low in that movie. Like, the bad guy, the bad guy sucked. But again, it wasn't. Horrible. No, it was. I've not went back. Maybe I should. Uh, maybe it wasn't it. where you're having the reaction that people were having to Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice, where no. you either loved it or what were they thinking? I think that's a ninety ten split. Ten percent love that. I think that's a unanimously hated movie. I don't hate it. I just. I'm uh, like we spoke about that. Where if you're gonna have Doomsday, you gotta have a movie just about Doomsday. Yeah, yep. it, it, and that's where they fail. Doomsday had a very clear backstory, and it is not Lex Luthor jumped in a pool of shit and cut his hand and bled into the pool of shit, and then this giant shit monster came out. That's and yeah, not Doomsday. And plus, you literally brought in a third character that stole the whole entire movie. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman I mean, was the best part of that movie. As mu- yeah, as much as I loved Spider-Man, 
like showing up in Civil War, which is shocking to say. Yes, I think that actress Gal Gadot or whatever her name is, I think she is terribly she's she's beautiful, but that's it. Yeah, like, but the thing no is, she tell. I think she was the right person at the right time, and she stole it. She stole it more. It, it just I disagree. I think she stole that. She's a so. very good. She's a very good Wonder Woman, but Wonder Woman is an Amazon. And mm-hmm. They're going to cast an Amazon. Let's do it right and get Gwendolyn Christie in there. Brianna Tarth, my girl, as Wonder Woman. Well, let's not forget. For years, we heard everything from Sarah Michelle Gellar to oh, Sandra no, Bullock. No, she's... Uh, just we've heard many versions of who they wanted as Wonder Woman, and they all sucked. Wonder Woman's enough. She's a boring character too, dude. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm with you on that. But, but people I, don't want to hear that. I, I, I'm going to sit the Wonder Woman movie out just because of... It's a prequel? I don't I don't even care about that shit. Like, DC, Suicide Squad, it was a terrible time at the theater. Man of Steel was pretty... I liked Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Um, Superman versus Batman was just an awful time at the theater, and I sat on a midget. At that fucking theater, so... I still gotta see Suicide Squad, but I'm not expecting a whole lot. Don't. It's terrible. I would honestly, with your... With, with Kate being a fucking Harley Quinn fan... Oh, yeah. She's uh, already made that clear. Yeah, you better yeah, she, kick her out of the room, because she... Yeah, she's there. already made that clear. She doesn't... And I just want to see it to see it, but... Like I said, the the Wonder Woman, it would be a different story if they hadn't already done Batman versus Superman and introduced Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Then I'm all for the Wonder Woman movie happening. Yeah. But the Wonder Woman movie that is happening, it goes back to the argument. We're done with origin stories. Uh-huh. You don't need... Uh, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. I know where Batman... Everyone knows where Batman comes from. Everyone knows where Superman comes from. That's why I want, like, some... The, I think that's why, like, the Guardians works, because it just drops you right in there and doesn't give you any kind of, like... You, nobody knew who the... Gar- Dude, no one knew who the Guardians of the Galaxy were before that movie. Oh, no, and that's why I said Marvel proved you can make a ma- movie about the most random comic book characters there is, yep. and it be good. Now, what I want to see next is, and I know comic book movies are derailing the podcast. I try to not let that happen, but I want to see the Howling Commandos have their own fucking movie. That would be. Why not? Yeah, why not? And get Mojo in this goddamn Guardian of the Galaxy shit. I want my motherfucking Mojo in a movie. For fuck's sakes. Anyway, uh, holy shit. Can you. <laughs> it's cool. uh, did you just see in the picture under the questions? No, I, I did see. That's a nice picture. But uh, can you guess who directed that Blue Chips movie? You're going to shit. Mm, don't know. William Friedkin. Director hmm. of The Exorcist. Yeah. A college basketball movie with Shaq. That's That's kind of weird. I know. That's super weird. Anyway... We got news. Um, yeah, you said you had a bunch of news. So. I, I do. You're you're gonna love this. Uh, every every summer, the sky high or wait, I don't know, the skyline drive-in where I go to see the Halloween shows. Mm-hmm. They're going to announce the Halloween lineup in May fourth, I think. But they're doing this really cool thing called 
Drive Insanity 2017, and that's where they play. You know, you'll have your Guardians and your Fast and the Furious on a double bill, but then you'll have a third movie that is insane. And they have posted the list. Check this out. All in 35mm, mind you. They have a movie called Spring Fever, which looks like a spring break titty okay. movie. Okay. Uh, Master Killer. That's a kung fu movie. May 20th, Tim. Evils of the Night. Nah, oh, we just covered it. Millimeter. Yeah, dude, that could be fucking cool. I might go yeah. to that. that June 3rd, you got Toga Party. Um, I can't read this because it's really small. Uh, June 10th, you've got some old exploitation movie called The Hot Summer in Barefoot County. <laughs> and then June 24th, I've never heard of this movie. You have a movie called Witchfire. Mm. I don't know, but Evils of the Night. In 35mm, that could be the coolest fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that because I like that place a lot. Um, in other news, there is an ex- there's an exploitation movie getting released called The Zodiac Killer. How's that exploitation? It was... I, I, I don't... Because I, I, it, it falls in that. I'll, I'll be honest, you know once I mean? they did that near three-hour movie Zodiac with Jake Gyllenhaal... Oh, no, 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 no. This, is, this is exploitation because it came out in 1971. Oh, okay. This is from 71, and this is a movie that was shot very quickly about mm-hmm. the Zodiac Killer in an attempt to draw the Zodiac Killer out. The oh. Zodiac Killer. Okay. And it is getting released... I'm not sure who's putting it out. I think Vinegar Syndrome, maybe? That would make sense. I don't know, but this looks really fucking cool. I could see them releasing something like that. This is fucking awesome. I I might get this, because I am fascinated with the Zodiac Killer. Like, I'm not a big serial killer guy, but the fact that dude was never caught is Mm -hmm. pretty crazy, and the movies are great about him, and... Yeah, yeah. Without the Zodiac Killer, we got no Dirty Harry. I was going to say, you took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, because uh, for anybody that doesn't know that, do yourself a favor and go track down the Dirty Harry collection. And I saw it, it just, at Walmart for 10 bucks. Yeah, I have it. It is, man, it, it just it has all kinds of stuff about all the movies, but the, the first Dirty Harry movie, it has another disc. See, that's the problem. I don't like that first one very much. Mm-hmm. But I love all the other ones, even the, when it gets super cheesy and stupid in the Deadpool. I still love yeah. it. See, I I, I love the, I love the first one because it establishes it, and it's based on the Zodiac Killer. They just they call him the Scorpio. Yeah. Um, but I I also love Magnum Force because it's the cops. Mm-hmm. That's shooting. my favorite one. Yeah, he's shooting, uh, people basically being vigilantes. What's what's the other one? Magnum Force, sudden impact. And Magnum Force. Well, there's the Enforcer where he's with the chick from Cagney and Lacey. That's a Dirty Harry movie, The Enforcer. Yep, The Enforcer is. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's the third one. The fourth one is uh, Sudden Impact. The fifth one's Deadpool. But at the time, like right after he made Magnum Force, like in between Magnum Force and Enforcer, uh-huh. he made another movie. 
that was similar, and it was called The Gauntlet. Yeah. That's the one where he's the truck driver, right? No. He drives a bus, and he's trying to take a girl to court so she can testify. And, and, and people are nobody, after him. Yeah, nobody wants her to testify. That sounds like a good fight. I've never seen I always get my Eastwood, like, man, Eastwood didn't stop working between, like, 69 and 87. Like, he just just worked. And there's so many. Like, yep. we, we did play Misty for me, and I thought I was watching a different movie. There's there's one, and it might be The Gauntlet, where or Thunderbolt and Lightfoot. I've never seen Thunderbolt that and Lightfoot plays on Encore from time to time, and that movie's just, it's, it's young Jeff Bridges. That's a heist movie, right? Yeah, George Kennedy just being a dick oh, in man. that movie. And then Clint Eastwood just, you know, he's not Dirty Harry, but he's just being Clint Eastwood. And it's just, it with those three, like, at that time, it works so well. That sounds like greatness. I'm going to get into this. It might be Summer of Eastwood. I'm going to have go. to go back and, like... I know they're getting ready to put out the remake of The Beguiled. I've seen The the Beguiled's great. It's like the one Western that nobody ever talks about of Eastwood. Okay. And they've got a remake coming out pretty soon of it. And then they're going to go remake Madison County, too, right? Oh, God, no. (laughs) I'm not going to fucking no, But maybe I'll stick in in place of Madison County. Maybe like an extra viewing of Gran Torino. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> to cleanse the palate. Oh God, man, Gran Torino is just the greatest fucking racist movie ever, and it's okay because it's Eastwood. <laughs> oh yeah, it's fucking wonderful. It's like if my inner grandpa made a movie. That's what it would be, <laughs> Gran Torino. But it's it just it works so well, and the sad part is, you sit there and be like, yeah, I um, yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. You're, you you could easily see that stuff. He, he completely embodies that old generation. In him. Like, that's my fucking grandpa. Yeah. The, uh, to a T. That is my fucking grandpa. That's weird. But anyway, I digress. Summer of Eastwood coming soon to our podcast, maybe. Um, had, did you see in the next part of the news? Rawhead Rex is finally getting released. Getting Blu-ray, yeah, I did actually see that. 4K restoration of yeah. a mediocre movie? Mediocre to bad? Yes. Like, that's not a... I'm, I'm shocked, because people... I saw a bunch of my friends on Facebook like making memes and stuff of like, wait a minute, Rawhead Rex is getting 4K, but Dawn of the Dead isn't? And I was like, mm, yeah, I guess what it is. What about Hide and Go Shriek? Fuck that movie sucks, man. That'd be a waste. Fuck that shit. It's a great movie, man. man. I've been wanting to watch it again. Why? Because I love it. But anyway, man, yeah, what a weird one to get, like, completely clean the fuck up, man. It's not going to make that movie any better. If anything, it's going to make that suit look even worse. Like, that, that's a cool fucking monster in design, mm-hmm. but it does not hold up to, like, close-ups or, or anything. Like, like his mouth doesn't work. It, it's weird, but it's a cool fucking design for a, a terrible movie. But, I mean, Rawhead Rex does piss on a priest in that show. 
Yep. So there's that. Will you be purchasing Raw Head Rex? I don't know. I might. I mean, I kind of want to, but it's one of those things the movie doesn't justify. Right. I would love to hear, like, if they have really cool behind-the-scenes stuff and, and special features and shit like that, it would be awesome. Yeah. I think that would be fucking great. Anyway. Oh, looks like Kino Lorber's doing a lot of these 4K. Here you go, Tim. Save your money for that uh, Raw Head Rex DVD that you were going to pur- or Blu-ray that you were going to purchase. And uh, just go ahead and purchase the 4K remaster Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Oh, yeah. Well, let's not forget, too. You got on the Blu-ray. Uh, let's not forget the first four Wishmaster films just got released all together on Blu-ray. Yes, they did. Um, I'm not sure if I've ever seen that last one. I've Tell seen me, all of them. Of course you have. Tell me uh, Devolve is in the last one. No, he's not. Uh, I'm not interested then. Yeah, it was kind of disappointing. Yeah, I figured. Fuck that shit. Anyway, uh, more news. Um, I think that's it. That's it, sir. Uh, that's it on the news? That is it, unless you have some. Nope. Okay, what time is it? I am going to try this. This is going to be new. I don't know what's going to happen. It's probably going to be a total failure, because I've never done this. Get the questions pulled up, because I'm about to answer the questions on Facebook Live. Um, that's what I'm doing now. I'm making sure they're updated, making sure Ed Quinlan didn't come and... Visited us at some point. No, Joe bombed the show like he was Ed. Yes. Yes, but for good reason. Uh, we're live. We're doing this on Facebook Live, everybody. I, I hope. Hope it's working. Now, would it be on your page or the Blood, Bass, and Boomsticks page? Uh, it's just on mine. Okay. I'm going to go to it and see if I can see you. <laughs> oh, man, this might create some weird... Hey... I got a couple. I don't know. Ah, hold on, hold on. <laughs> this is gonna be real weird, dude. Okay, hold on. I see John Lovitz. I'm the only John person watching. I'm the only person watching it live, apparently. <laughs> no, Charlie's on here. Is he? Yeah. Oh wow. No, I'm watching myself on the internet. This is fucking weird. This is totally weird. Anyway, we got we got questions. Hold on, I'm busy. I got a comment on the Facebook Live. Don't get I don't know if I can fucking watch that. That's really weird. Naked. Don't get naked? Okay. Alright. Oh, and hey, come here. Hey, you got hey, just a second. Ah. <laughs> Ta da! <laughs> Here, hold on. I'm gonna. Her internet. I'm gonna see if this works. Hold on. She's too tired. She could give a shit. <laughs> anyway, we got questions, fuckers. I don't care. Hold on a second. I'm trying something before we go to the questions, so you could just stay on there forever. Okay. But no, I, I'm trying to see if I could get it on my page real quick. Okay. And that way you're on a couple of pages just because. <laughs> this is really weird. Kamala made her... Ah, there you go! Ah! <laughs> Kamala made her appearance. Okay. Okay. Okay, so. hold on. Let me just go update this real quick. Okay. Looks like we're okay there. No Ed Quinlan. We miss you. 
Okay. I'm not sure if people want to throw some questions in there. Go ahead. Yeah, I will have to go back to it after I'm done with the regular questions we already have. Okay, so hit it. What, what do we got here? Okay, hold on. Facebook is not scrolling. Okay. Uh, there we go. Uh, Tim Wilder wants to know, why do you hate everything that tastes good? I don't hate everything that tastes good. Just Arnold Palmer's, man. You can't take good stuff like lemonade and then dump shit in it like iced tea. I always, like, one guy says he hates Arnold Palmer's and he's fucking cursed for life. What the fuck? <laughs> I love delicious stuff. Arnold Palmer's are not delicious. Uh, Patricia Stevens wants to know, favorite Cannonball Run 2 moment? Favorite Cannonball Run 2 moment? Yes. Um... I'll tell you the one the the part I laughed the hardest was when Richard Keel couldn't get the pack of peanuts open. So he just <laughs> gives it to Jackie Chan and karate chops him. <laughs> well, Jackie Chan karate chops everything. Yeah. yeah, he karate chops the watermelon. He karate chops the peanuts. He karate chops the coke. I think at one point. I, I was gonna say my favorite moment, and it's a series of moments the whole time. Whoever's idea it was to come up with Sammy Davis Jr. and Dean Martin to be priests. For Cannonball Run 2. <laughs> there were cops in the first one. They had to be priests yeah. in the second. What are you going to do? This is, this is, but there's the priests in the second one. Because I don't know what's funnier is them as the priests the whole time as much as I love Dom DeLuise. Okay. Dom DeLuise's Captain Chaos is pretty cool because uh, yes. but he's they, it's Captain Chaos. And he's like, yes. oh no, but, not him. Yes, but them as the priests or... um. Oh, what's the other one that uh, that I always enjoyed? I did enjoy Telly Savalas. Oh yeah, up everybody, <laughs> threatening Charles Nelson Riley. That was yes. Great. The whole movie's great, but just yeah, that's it, pretty cool. Telly Savalas is just like the coolest guy ever. But oh, oh, Ricardo Montalban and <laughs> Jamie Farr. Jamie Farr is the best part of that movie, I think. Yeah, but having his dad. And his dad is Ricardo Montalban. Somebody was on fire casting this movie yeah. and doing it the correct way. Yeah, that that was that was the big thing. So I'm I, on fucking Facebook Live, you fuckers. Send me some fucking questions for the show. So those are the favorite questions, you buttholes. Okay, now next up is uh, Parker wants and Parker Bowman wants oh, to know. Can you got, forget? We got beef, Tim Gross. Yeah, I know. Can you forgive me for what I said about Prince of Darkness? I don't know if I can ever forgive Parker Bowman. I'm going to quote Parker. And even Dano got in on Oh, this. man, Dano's a big Prince of Darkness fan. Yeah, it's a good movie. Um, I'm going to quote Parker. Parker said, Prince of Darkness is nothing but a cheesy slasher movie. Mm. Oh, that's fine. Like, we've, there's, at next WrestleMania, we have vowed. There is going to be a match between me and Parker Bowman on top of Donald Pleasance's gravestone. Yeah, and Parker even said, I feel like <laughs> I could have said Halloween sucks and less people would have been mad. And he's right, too, man. He got, like, people are jumping on him for hating Prince. Like, that whole, a couple of those guys didn't work too hot on Prince of Darkness. And, man, some of the comments were, wow. They were, like, they weren't mad, like, dickish comments, but people love that fucking movie. And, yeah, he's right. Once you say Prince of Darkness, you don't like it. Like, mm -hmm. it will come out of the fucking woodwork. 
And for good reason. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, uh, Dana wants I have a lovely, ro- a lovely living room. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Dano, Dano wants to know what's Dano like as a grandpa, and why did his podcast end? Mm. That's sad. That was a good fucking podcast. I enjoyed every fucking episode of that show. I was gonna say you always talked about that. It was very good, man. That guy, fucking Matt. He should be professional podcaster. He's like really smart, and some of the shit he says is like, I never would have seen that movie in that light, or just makes you. I, he he was just great. Dano was great too. I'd love to have Dano on more often. Come on our show, dude. The world needs more Dano. Like the world needs Dano not to not be out there. He needs to have his voice too. And Matt is invited too, but I guess. From what I understand, like Matt, he had to get another job, so there really wasn't much time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I got a question. I got a question. Oh, do you got one? <laughs> I, I got one from Facebook Live. My 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 buddy Ryan Skirvin. He says, "How did you make it this far in life and just now seeing Cannonball Running Two? That's, <laughs> That's a good question. question. I had TBS. I should have seen Cannonball Run and Cannonball Two. Just as much as I saw uh, fucking Beastmaster or Flash Gordon. Uh, fucking, I failed, dude. You got, like, we used to do the Shagman on the show. Kyle hasn't seen this. What the fuck? You know, there's a lot of shit out there I haven't seen. And one I came on the other day. I have never seen The Hidden or The Hidden 2. Ooh. Wow. Something wrong with you, man. Oh, man. I just have never... I don't know. That movie just always looked cheap to me. Maybe I, I know people love it. I need to mm-hmm. check it out, maybe. Well, at least you won't get crap like uh, Prince of Darkness, though. No, you don't. Don't badmouth Prince of Darkness. It's so expertly written. It's the smartest fucking movie I think I can name off the top of my head. Uh, he had the same, Mustache Man. They were down on Mustache Man. That's a valid. Yeah, that's valid. Like. Jameson Parker in that movie is, he's not the, he's not Tom Atkins, is what the problem is, you know what I mean? Yeah. You could tell, they just cast the mustache and not the man. Yep. Yes. But, here's another really good question right here from Patricia Stevens, she wants to know, favorite Ron Perlman movie? I love City of Lost Children, she says. That's a really good one. Yep. That's one of the top five. Um, just like, does he have to be the star, or can he just be it? He, just he could it. just be in it. Clan of the Cave Bear. Because he plays a monkey man, and Ron Perlman is kind of a monkey man. Drive, he's good at drive. I like drive. I was going to say, I just, I like Blade 2. But I absolutely love him in Alien Resurrection. As Jonner? Yes. Yeah. Alien Resurrection is one. We were talking about this last week. like, And just like Parker, you know, saying about ha- Halloween, let, let's be real. Like, the Alien franchise and the Halloween franchise, they're so deep. But arguably, there are only two good movies mm-hmm. in, in that franchise. The other ones are various shades of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just except for that part four is so awesome. 
Uh, Dano wants to know, should I move it, make it, groove it, or shake it? Shake it. Shake it like a Polaroid picture, Dano. T-Shirt Joe wants to know, how would Mulder and Scully have done it if they competed in the Cannonball Run? They probably would have been in, like, a black 72 GTO. And Mulder would have probably had to not finish the race because they had to stop and investigate a Bigfoot. No, see, I was going to say... And the Bigfoot would have been played by Andre the Giant. If if they weren't in a spaceship, they would be in their usual 1994 Ford Taurus during the show that they would always rent. (laughs) They would be in that, and at some point, Mulder would end up with... uh, Catherine Bach and the other chick that were in the Lamborghini this time around in Cannonball Run 2 before the 20-minute mark. Yeah, not like, if there's anything that I learned from Cannonball Run 1 and 2 is those velour bodysuits need to come back. (laughs) They need to come back, and they need to come back right now. Holy shit. Oh, great question by T-Shirt Joe here. Would Bill Cosby have played a better devil in Angel Heart? <laughs> no, he would not have. He would not have, because we're going to talk about that later. We'll just put the Angel Heart on the back burner. We're going to talk about that later, because I have a lot of things to say about Angel Heart. T-Shirt Joe wants to know, will you review the devil and Max Devlin on the show? Fuck no, we're not watching the devil and Max Devlin. Is that, is that the Devlin brothers that were on USA Cartoon Express? I don't know what he's talking about, dude. <laughs> please, Joe, please, please be those guys where they they ride the motorcycle and they're doing cartoon stunts. Talk about some fucking Super Dave Osborne shit. I don't know what you're talking about. No, this is USA Cartoon Express. I am the very Devlin familiar brothers. with the USA I think they I think they knew Express. Speed Buggy and Scooby-Doo also. Well, they're... <laughs> That's okay as long as they didn't know Turbo Teen because fuck Turbo Teen. No, I don't think anybody knew Turbo Teen. Nobody knew Turbo Teen because Turbo Teen's terrible. It's great. Fucking, it's... Bullshit. It's a cartoon teenager gets horny and turns into a car. He doesn't get horny and turn into a car. He wrecked his car into a nuclear facility and became yes, a car. But when he gets warm... And there, Wait a minute, that's the a girl would kiss him, and he would, his arms would start growing into tires. So if Turbo Teen gets a boner, he turns into a sports car. Yes. <laughs> He's like a horned up sexual werewolf. <laughs> like, I'm so suddenly much... changing my attitude about Turbo Teen. There's Why so was there never an 80 comedy about Turbo Teen, man? There's so much wrong with that cartoon. It just... <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> What the fuck is there not? Oh, man. We got another question from Facebook Live. Okay, go for it. Why was Rax so delicious? Oh, is Charlie asking this? No, Tim Wilder is. Oh. Keep the questions coming, you fuckers. Because they they were Rax? Rax was pretty good. We, We had one in Muncie. It was great. It was like where you wanted to go and eat roast beef before Arby's, like, stole the recipe. Yes. And turn it to just gross. We didn't have one. There was one on the north side, far from us. Really? Really? But I found one uh, quite a few years ago when I started working, when I became the bug guy. And I had to drive out 
to Roaring Springs, Pennsylvania. Okay. And this is literally a half hour from State College, where Penn State plays. Where home of rape. Yes. Yeah, okay. And very far from me. Right. Well, before I would get back on the road, next to the Kogos, in the exit, to drive back to Pittsburgh for two, two and a half hours, there was a Rax. And I was there once a month, and I'd get racks every time. Racks had the all-you-can-eat salad buffet, and they had – oh, man, that place was good. Oh, fuck, dude. But, yeah, I didn't get the I, – I didn't have the pleasures of, like, visiting racks on any type of regular basis. But that – in my limited time, I have, and it was good. I know what the, what he's talking about. Yeah, racks is fucking awesome. Uh, Tim Wilder also wants to know favorite barbecue style. Favorite barbecue style? Just regular. I I don't know barbecue. I don't know any other styles other than barbecue itself. Like Hawaiian barbecue is pretty good. I yeah, I was gonna. S- I was gonna say there's a ton of them, but I think once you, I think the biggest problem is like people constantly try to do something different, and it's like. Do that when you're by yourself. Yeah, people try to reinvent the barbecue. Yes, do that when you're by yourself. Yeah, you know I, what I, mean? I agree. When you have people over or, you know, you have your friends over or whatever, keep it to the basics. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to do barbecue, you do barbecue, get it done. I can't barbecue. I don't. I, I leave that up to my buddy Saxon when we have cookouts. He's pretty good at it. Maybe we should go ask Jeff Fahey for the... Uh, <laughs> the Grindhouse barbecue recipe? Yes. Fuck that. Let's go. Man, I'm pretty sure, oh, goddamn, Roland Barbecue Roundup, the last Roundup, would have some pretty excellent barbecue. Yes. Human. Uh, that's the, that's my favorite kind of barbecue, human. <laughs> uh, Tim Wilder wants to know, favorite condiment? Favorite condiment? I, I don't know. Like, it depends on what you're eating. I was going to say, I love ketchup, but cheese, I love steak cheese. sauce. Steak sauce on steak, yeah, A1. Not, I, I, will, I will put it on hamburgers at not, times. Not, yeah, me too. None of that bootleg A1 bullshit. It's got to be A1. The bootleg A1s don't hold a candle to it. You know what I mean? They're, they're, yep. they're no substitute. I um, know what you're talking about. Uh, Teacher Joe wants to know, ever turned down a hand job? Mm-mm. <laughs> no. No, what kind of question? That's a fucking dumb question. Uh, Tim Wilder wants to know, why do people s- slop up perfectly good food with too much mayo? I don't put mayo on anything but a hamburger. I was going to say, I Is will that a use Pittsburgh it. Pittsburgh thing? Like, do they dunk the fries in the mayo? That sounds really No, good. no, it's not. It's not a Pittsburgh thing. There's just, there is certain people that, like, will scoop it onto just random stuff. Wow. I I like it on hoagies. But I think you got to have – it can't be too much. Right. You can't take away from the taste. Just the same goes for ranch. Yes. Uh, here we go. Tim Wilder wants to know, where can I get good fried chicken? KFC. I don't yeah. know, man. No, honest to God. It ain't uh, Popeye's. Popeye's is uh, – I know Tisha Joe's going to hate this, but Popeye's chicken is just – it's okay. It's nothing to write home to mom about. I, see, I, I like KFC and I like Popeyes, but I'm with Tim on this. I there is no like independent place 
You know what I'm saying? There's no, like, hey, we make chicken. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, There isn't a place around us that it's just KFC or Popeye's, and that's it. That's it. Yeah, but I will say this. The place the wife and I went to, Mindful Brewing, which is near my house, which... Uh, next time you're in, if we if you have time, we we should go there. You might like it. Is this supported by Chuck Connors? No. Let's go. Then that sounds fucking great to me. It's it's close to my house. They I had a fried chicken sandwich and it literally tasted like a made like took took the chicken after they fried it, took the bone out and just put it on the sandwich. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it was fucking amazing. That sounds awesome. If you could combine that with the badass mac and cheese at that that place you weren't about in Pittsburgh, yeah. you'd have something there, man. Uh, T-shirt Joe wants to know, does Tim eat independent fast food snacks when watching independent movies? Independent, like what? Yeah, what would be independent fast That's food snacks? That's a good snacks? question. We have a guy, we have a guy in... Uh, Muncie, where I go see the movies, he runs this barbecue joint called Q&Q. Okay. It, it's not a restaurant. It's his house. And you literally <laughs> pull down the alley and knock on the guy's kitchen window. And he will, I might be up for that. Dude, everyone in Muncie knows Q&Q. Everyone. It's just a house. Just roll up in the alley, park, and knock on the guy's window and tell him what he wants. And people will be there at all times of the day. It See, is that amazing. I like. Not around here. Around here, it's been, how to put it, uh, not hipsterfied, but uh, gingerfied or whatever. Gentrified, yeah, hipster Yeah, where all the food trucks and everything, they're owned by somebody. Most of them are owned by a restaurant now. It, it just, it. You mean like you know an what independent restaurant and the, and the food truck's just like an arm of it? I got no yes. problem with that. I, it just, for me, it bothers me. And it pretty much, it just. I don't know. The food ain't that good. I mean, it's not like a fucking Arby's food truck or a McDonald's food truck. It's a food truck. I've never ate from a food truck, so what the fuck do I know? We don't. Yeah, have- I just. I don't know. I. I see, but like what you're describing, yeah. that I would do. That's one hipster trend that hasn't hit Portland yet is food trucks. Like, and it probably have, won't. We have. <laughs> yeah, the hipster trend. The skinny jeans have hit us. The girls with glasses that they don't need have hit us. Yes, the, the hipster glasses. Yeah. The, the yeah. hipster glasses, they don't need them, but they got to wear them. Yeah, it's just like cosplay. People are like, oh, yeah. I'm a real big fan of cosplay. No, you're not. You just like tits. Just yep. say you just like tits. And they got the Ugg boots, uh, got the, the glasses. Ugg, the Ugg boots have hit here. The fucking big uh, toboggans. Yeah, the fucking. Yep. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I will say this. Meth, I will say this. I think the food truck trend is starting. I think it peaked here. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we got another question from uh, Facebook Live. Okay. Because uh, I was going to say, I, I'm out of questions, but I was going to go to my page since I had you on there, too. If Mr. Fuji got into a fight with Super Dave's Mr. Fuji, who would win? <clears throat> Wrestling Mr. Fuji. Wrestling Mr. Fuji. He would yeah. just tell Kamala to run in there and fucking he'd be in there slapping his belly and shit. Any, okay, another question. Any movies out there these days worth a damn that I'm missing? I have three girls and I'm tired of Disney. That <laughs> dude, we, what you want a fucking list? 
Green Room. Number one, Green Room. You go watch Green Room. You go watch I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore on Netflix. It's fucking fantastic. Uh, Wolf Cop. Wolf Cop. Mm, Trying to think here. The Willard remake. I've been on a high of that movie fucking for a long time. Uh, the Willard remake's really good. Mm-hmm. I watched a funny-ass movie the other day, and I can't remember what it was. I don't know. Dr. Giggles, Prince of Darkness. Yep. Uh, Night of Demons. Spookies, man! Spookies. God damn it, get on the spookies! Graveyard Shift. Graveyard Shift. Any movie we talk about fucking is guaranteed five-star greatness. Yes. Uh, Tim Wilder says the Southside Barbecue's food truck is awesome. Yeah, and and my buddy. I'll Ryan take his says, word on it because I don't go to the South Side. Yeah, my buddy Ryan says yeah about Portland. We have all that same bullshit except the food trucks. We have meth, Mister. We have meth and meth yeah. heads. So fucking there you go. Uh, is that all the questions? That's it on the questions, sir. All right, everybody. I think that's about it for the first Facebook Live. Uh, it wasn't it, bad. No, huh? We got some people on there. Um. I guess I'm going to sign off. See you later. We'll do this every week. This went pretty good. Um, if I figure out how to sign off. Uh, see you later. Thanks for everybody. Goodbye. That worked pretty good, sir. Yep. Um, okay. So. Let's talk about Angel Heart. Yeah, let's talk about Angel Heart. <laughs> Let's talk about it. It's it's Angel Heart time. Let me pull it up on IMDb because I'll get the facts here. The Exorcist. The possession of the human soul. Chinatown. The mystery of the human mind. Now. know what today today is today is wednesday it's anything can happen day my interest in johnny is only in finding out if he's alive or if he's dead you want me to check it out check it out where are you i'm just the guy who was paid to snoop around i'm gonna ask you again where is he i don't know Angel has been hired to solve more than a mystery. He's dead, Mr. Angel. And if he isn't, he is to me. Are you afraid? Yeah, I'm afraid. To find more than a killer. We don't go around murdering people, all right, Mr. Angel? of darkness protects the powerful. You expect me to swell on that? And it may cost him more than his life. Some religions think that the egg is the symbol of the soul. Did you know that? All I know is Johnny's running around bumping off everyone he used to know. And more and more, it's me who's on the line for it. Johnny's favorite was as close to true evil as she ever wanted to come. There's death everywhere these days. You killed them. 
trying to pin it on me. The flesh is weak. <laughs> Only the soul is immortal. <laughs> Did you kill him? You gotta burn for this angel. You gotta burn for this angel. In hell, now, now. Every angel has been hired to search for the truth and pray he doesn't find it. Angel Heart. Now, I, I will say this. I remember this, like, back in the day, this was like a, a big thing. Like, this... I wondered... It stirred up some controversy, let's say. And I do know Lisa Bonet believed she was going to have a career after this, and she didn't. Ah, she kind of does. She shows up from time to time and stuff. Yeah, but this kind of, not blackballed her, but it kind of, like, ruined her, like, in the eyes of people that enjoyed the Cosby show. I think that was the whole point. I mean, Lisa Bonet gets fucking totally boned in this movie. Like, tits out. Bone mm-hmm. as the ceiling drips blood all over her and Mickey Rourke goes to town. I think this was her pulling a Hannah Montana, Miley Cyrus deal mm-hmm. before that was even a thing. I think she did this today. Would have worked. I don't think it worked for her too much. But anyway, this movie, this is the first time. It's hard to get my head around because A, okay, here's what I knew about the movie before going in because i just picked this off the top of my head at work the other day i was like i've never seen it somebody posted a picture of de niro as the devil and i was like that's i need to watch that finally i need to get around to it uh this is what attracted me to this movie uh de niro as the devil and that's about it that's like all i knew that of this movie and that lisa bonet goes hard on the boning mm-hmm. and, and that's it like that's the the, the movie will go down in history is, yeah, you remember that movie where she got boned to death? And that's what people are going to remember. I knew nothing. I knew Mickey Rourke was in it, who I am not. Like, that's one guy that will put me off a movie. I am mm-hmm. not a Mickey Mickey Rourke fan. I, and, and, you know, I put the movie in, and the first thing I, I noticed, it says New York 1955. And I was like, oh, wow. I, I thought this was like, this is from the magic year 1987. The best year for movies ever. Mm-hmm. And I did not know this was taking place in the 50s. I was like, okay, that kind of threw me off a little bit. Yeah, 1955 New and, York. And the next thing I noticed is it says directed by Alan Parker. And I said, oh, really? You mean Alan Parker, the director of The Wall? And I was like, wow, this is okay. And, you know, I'm watching about a couple minutes. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is an Alan Parker movie because he definitely is like John Carpenter where you could watch two minutes of the movie and be like, yeah, that's an Alan Parker movie. But it, it, Mickey Rourke as a and, – and that's another thing that put me off of this movie. I am not a noir, gumshoe, detective, you know, type dude. I don't like any of that pulpy – that is not my cup of tea. Yeah, I know a lot of people that are into that. That is not me. But, you know, I'm sitting here watching this. There's like, I, I, like I'm going to say it right now. I'm still kind of baffled. I'm not going to rate this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I, honestly, I didn't hate this movie. Not at all. I did not hate it. It kept my interest. Like, 
and that it's not something that I fell asleep on. It's not something that I like. I ever once said the magical thing that will make me hate movies. Get the fuck on with it. Um, it's just I don't know. It, it, this could be a masterpiece, maybe. It's very, very, very different than anything we ever got. I was going to say, a lot of people swear by this movie. Uh A lot of people are into this movie. Me, I was never... I knew of the movie. I watched it once a long time ago, and just I was like, eh, whatever. But I understand why people are into it. Uh huh. But yeah, uh, De Niro is the devil. I'm all about that. But, you know, Mickey works a gumshoe. He's hired by... I'm just going to give a little fucking plot here. He's hired. He's hired by uh, what's his what's his name, Lewis Cipher. Mm-hmm. If you didn't put two and two together, Lucifer. Come on, like Mickey Rourke, you're a detective and you couldn't put that together. That's pretty dumb. Uh, to investigate, like the story's really interesting, really interesting and convol- maybe not convoluted but complicated. Um, basically, there somebody has figured out how to screw the devil out of their soul after they sold it to him. Yes. And in so many words. In, very simple. Now, how they do that is the whole story and it's very who it is very like going around the barn to get to the house. You know what I mean? It, it, it's very um like a whole bunch of shit you got to be paying attention to or else you're just going to be lost. Which Yeah. I kind of appreciate you know, you don't get that shit anymore. All you got now is like quick MTV editing nonsense. Like you watch that new res. I was just talking to Dan about this last night. Watch that new Resident Evil movie, and if you can count any scene in that movie that's longer than four seconds, you could probably count on one hand. Because yeah. even in the, like the slowest scenes, it's like every second is a cut, and I'm like, Jesus, man, this is fucking annoying. Not not so with Angel Heart. You really have to be invested in paying attention, but and, and this movie's about voodoo. And this, I have a question for you, Tim. There's a lot of not a lot. It's it's like the werewolf genre, this voodoo stuff. Can you yeah. name one good, honest to goodness, good voodoo movie? Because mm. it's not Angel Heart. It's not the Believers. It's not Serpent in the Rainbow. Nah, it's kind of it. It really is tough. I mean, is like. Trilogy of Terror, is that considered voodoo at all, uh, with a little tiki doll or no? No, that's more like a fucking trilogy monster mash type. No, yeah. I'm talking about, like, taking it serious. No, no, you're right. There, There isn't one that just screams at you. Yeah, and I was like, man, this has got to be the best one, I think. But anyway, you know, the gumshoe's on the case somehow. He, he find, He's looking for this guy named shit i forgot him already fantastic his name's fantastic all the names in this are really 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 weird um i don't know he's a jazz player i'm just going to call him captain fantastic because i can't remember his name Mm -hmm. um he's down in he's the guy who figured out how to screw satan out of his soul and he goes it leads him down to new orleans lisa bonet is down there uh, as a voodoo, I like it because they call it Mambo. She's a Mambo priestess. And there's just, this movie is just a, a scene after scene of just like, you'll either get a really cool chase or some 
another scene of just some shocking violence or or Mickey Rourke doing something cool, and then you got the boning scene, and it, I, it, it also threw me off that the credits said special appearance by Robert De Niro. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, it's one of those where you got De Niro plastered all over the poster, plastered all over this movie, and you're telling me special appearance. He's going to be in here for two minutes. No, we get yeah. enough De Niro. We get enough De Niro. Um, I don't know. This movie is all over the place, but I followed the story. I liked it a lot. I liked how they were cutting the heart out of that lady, and she had all the, the fucking rotten mummified hand in her jewelry box because that was supposed to be like some voodoo thing where that hand could open any door. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Uh, I like when Mickey Bork finally gets pissed at the guys who are trailing him and just go up and fucking headbutt the guy and just beats the shit out of him. And then they have a, yeah, he starts chasing yeah, him down the street. They have a chase through a fucking horse stable, which is really cool. I just, the whole did it bug you that Mickey Rourke was in this movie? Like, could you see like there's another about five or six actors that would have like like a 1987 Alec Baldwin or even a 1987 Bruce Willis would have been better than Mickey Rourke? Hmm, he's not bad in this movie. Like, I just don't like that guy. You know what though? I don't think it's the same movie. I don't, th- I don't think it's as, as interchangeable as you think it is. How about a 1987 Jeff Fahey? Then it doesn't get the uh, PR that it got. True. This is true. I'm, I'm curious how much this... I wonder what the... Wow. Well, it wasn't exactly a flop. It was made for $17 million and it grossed $17.1 million. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. I, but I was going to say, it was one of the first movies it made... Uh, made a ruckus, let's say, on... Oh, I'm sure. It, it, it made a ruckus on VHS when it came out. I'm sure this is a Prince of Darkness situation. Like, if I got on here and said, Angel Heart sucks the big one, like, we would get a lot of people yelling at us. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's... I don't know, man. I, I did like it, but I'm not going to rate it. I this one, This is one that really... I, I need to watch this a second time. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much in here, I really want to wrap my head around it. Mm-hmm. I, I need to see this a second time, so I'm not going to rate it. But I did love the ending, even though I'm not sure what happened. Could you fill me in on the ending? Like, he was the guy, right? Like he Yes, was, he basically that's the whole movie right there. His, if you've if you've never seen the movie, you might want to shut us off for about ten seconds. Uh-huh. But yes. He is the guy. He finds out he's the guy. He is screwed and realizes he is screwed. And Satan End of movie. He's coming for his soul and But okay, so at the end... So you asked the question, I'm wondering what about was the, the point to the whole fucking movie to begin with? No, uh, no, no. I, I really liked the movie. Um, I yeah. asked that move, uh, question even though I liked the movie. I liked the movie. What's the point? I don't know, but what about the ba- the kid? Like, the kid had the devil eyes. And at the end, like, Lisa Bonet got killed because the devil stuffed a gun up her? Yep. And then they bring the kid out and the kid has the devil eyes? Like, is that, like, 
Did did Nero fuck her to death? Did Satan fuck her to death? Did I don't? It's weird. Well, here you go. Um, Mickey Rourke. I'll shoot these names at you. Um, how about Al Pacino? Devil's Advocate. Yeah, I, that's that was one of my things I wanted to get to. I want to see uh, De Niro as Satan. Mm-hmm. Fucking with with uh with Al Pacino as as also the devil in like a buddy sitcom. <laughs> what about Nicholson? Uh, which is Eastwick. Yeah, he was no. This is the role of Mickey Rourke. It yeah, was, I know. It, it was but... offered to Pacino, Nicholson, and De Niro before he, they finally gave it to Mickey Rourke. See this, again. This is I think there's. I think there's a different dynamic with with those people, especially Nicholson. Yes. Um, I love it. I I, I kind of love it. I'm not sure yet. I want to watch it again, and I will watch this probably a couple more times. Um, what do you think about it? I do like the part where where Mickey Rourke finally like gets his ass beat by the guys following him because they they like come up and they sick the dog on him, and then they knock him in a tray of crawdads that are alive and throw him in the like. Holy shit, dude! I don't want to be in a tray of crawdads. That's gross. Apparently, uh, Bryce and John Cross showed up after you quit Facebook Live. Well, there's always next week, sir. Yep. But anyhow, I just wanted to throw that out there. But anyhow. <clears throat> what, what's Tim Gross's take on Angel Heart? I... It is what it is. It's, it is a movie that I always felt like, yeah, I don't... I could go a lifetime without revisiting it. I'm it's kind of decent. In, I'm kind of intrigued about it now. It's decent, but I'm kind of like, eh. I'm not, it doesn't, I don't know, I'm not into it, but for me, I can't say there's anything bad about it. No, you know there's what I'm nothing saying? bad about this movie. I was eaten up every second De Niro was there as the devil. Yeah, it's a good movie. It just, once you know it, it's kind of like the Sixth Sense kind of thing. Like, Nah, I didn't get that. Yeah. I didn't get that from it. I, I definitely like the setting, the New Orleans voodoo set. I just don't think you can. I, the, I want a good voodoo movie. This ain't it. This is a no, good no. Yeah, movie. I agree with you on that. But anyway, yeah, I'd probably give this like three out of four stars. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna rate it. I think that's a good rating though. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it another another watch tonight. Probably. It's got. Look, it's it's stuck in my head. That is more than I can say about the biggest of Hollywood movies nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's There's shit there to chew on. A lot of it. And I like it for that. And Alan Parker's one of my favorite dudes, so... You know, maybe I, I'm gonna watch The Wall later, maybe. I might have to watch this after. Anyway, uh, to be continued on Angel Heart. I do like it. I might... I don't know, man. There's something about it. I just... I just wish it wasn't like a gumshoe noir... I just don't get into that shit at all. Mm-hmm. But it's other than that, it's great. I don't know. Anyway, uh, let's talk about what do you want to talk about? Monkeys or car races with monkeys? Uh, it's up to you, dude. Which one do you want to talk about? Let's you want talk to talk primal this, for it? Yeah, let's talk about Ron Perlman fucking shooting monkeys with shotguns. Okay. It's, it's pretty great, guys. It's just yeah, great, yeah, yeah. Primal Force 
Okay, getting into this, Primal Force is or was a TV movie, actually. Really? It was Yes, it was a UPN premiere. Wow, did it, you not know that? It doesn't look like it. I found this out. Uh, it, it premiered on UPN uh, from 1999. Uh, basically, Ron Perlman, he comes off as like a kind of like a soldier with PTSD, mm-hmm. uh, but he's having flashbacks, and it's about this island, and you get bits and pieces of it. His name is Brody. Uh, and, and I'm wondering because of Jaws, Roy Scheider's character, and that's the reason like somebody was trying to Probably. put that out there. But basically, Perlman's having flashbacks about trying to shoot monkeys on an island <laughs> where illegal animal animal testing was going on. Basically, south of Mexico. monkeys. Yeah, basically south of Mexico. Um, Perlman's brought in. Not by the government, by but like a. And they don't get too much into it, but he he's brought into like by a. I don't know if you want to call it a corporation or a firm that oh, decides. Oh shit! Breaking news, Tim Gross. This is big time. This might be big. Okay. Apparently, I just checked bootleg movie site. Yep. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two in DVD quality is out there. Whoa! Yeah, wow. Wow, they better start uh, checking out. Yeah, uh, somebody's in trouble. Yeah, somebody's in trouble for that one. Because, yeah, because the only people that have seen it are basically, like... Overseas? Maybe? Like, no, no, it's not even out overseas. No, it's not. Not until, I think, two weeks. Yeah, but we, I think it opens up... Wow, somebody's getting fired. Yeah, that's gonna make the news tomorrow. Yeah, some because I believe it just had its first screening this weekend to just critics in LA. Somebody's in trouble. Also, yeah, uh, evidently there's a movie called "Don't Fuck in the Woods" (laughs) that just came out. I want to see it, but I kind of already knew what it was about. But "Fuck in the Woods." Anyway, back to monkeys with shotguns. But basically, basically, Ron Perlman's this hired like military guy that uh, this firm or whoever these shady dudes, let's just say, it, they want somebody to guide hide, uh, hunting expeditions. And basically, they had these scientists. They get this bright idea: Hey, we're going to experiment, make the animals bigger and faster and stronger. Not your normal hunting kind of grounds thing we you know it's been in the news in the past couple years where the dentist was going to hunt down lions and oh people jump all over those people yeah yeah, stuff like that well this was for okay how about we uh try to make you know monkeys better or try to make this bigger well basically what happens is one of the scientists come up with something they genetically engineer the baboons and the baboons become the dominant animal on the island Ten years pass, plane crashes, he's hired again, and he's hired to go to this restricted island and basically do a rescue mission. What the people that crashed there, little do they know, is they're on an island full of man-eating baboons that are pissed off that they're there. 
and the baboons are smart. And basically, Perlman's there just trying to explain every five minutes, look, they're going to fuck your shit up. They're going to separate us. They're going to throw rocks at us. <laughs> and then they're going to bite your ankles, somehow, knock you down, eat monkeys, your guts out somehow while monkey, you're still alive. Somehow monkeys throwing rocks is ten times more horrifying than monkeys with shotguns. Yeah, and that's what it comes down to. And yes, the monkey does steal a shotgun at one point in the movie. But that is basically what it is. It's it's kind of like a, a little Jurassic Park, but with uh, genetic uh, genetic mutated monkeys, basically, that have or just the next step in, in evolution because of this genetic engineering. And basically, this one girl there that is their part of the rescue mission, her dad is the one that did all this, and she finds out that he was like, yeah, I had a wife, I had a kid, I abandoned him, fuck him, I want to go make history, I want to play God, is basically, that was the the gist of her character. But if you love Ron Perlman, this is one of your Ron Perlman go-tos, because Ron Perlman, A, is just a badass, B, blows away a ton of baboons, but C gets into a awesome fight with a baboon at yeah, the end does. of the movie uh-huh. and has a fitting end to the character, which you don't always see. Usually these characters, oh, everything's fine. We killed all the baboons. Uh, no, not in this movie. <laughs> it, very well done. Very underrated TV movie. I love this. I loved some of the Violence going on. These monkeys are fucking shit up. I give this movie three and a half out of four stars. This was a usually, you know, we joke about, oh, we find this great movie. Right. This was a great find of a movie. Like we probably give us enough time and enough conventions and enough beer would have made this movie up. But yes, it exists and it's great. It, you hit it. You hit it perfectly. We would have made a movie up like this and been sitting there saying, who would you have star in it? Ron Perlman. Uh, I probably would have said Stephen Michette, honestly. I would have said Rucker Howard, but... Anybody, like, you're not going to pick somebody bad. But yeah, this just, it works. It's great. Uh, Doesn't, you know, looks like any money that was spent, it was spent on the baboons, fucking people up and that's yeah. where it needed to go uh-huh. and it's it's a simple but very cool movie uh definitely worth seeking out you can find it on youtube but yeah just cool genetic engineered baboons that take over an island because they're the dominant animal now somebody it, you know what i think about this movie i'm gonna start right now uh somebody beat sci-fi to the punch and did it better oh yeah did it oh, way better yeah. than sci-fi would have ever done it. Yes. Sci-fi, well, one, there would have been some kind of stupid montage. There would have been flying monkeys. You would have had half yes. the budget. Which sci-fi channel has had a I movie know. called Flying Monkeys. Yeah, that's fucking terrible. It just, yeah. It, but, yeah, you like I said, this, this was a UPN network premiere. Did not. That must have been like way early in you. Yeah, ninety nine. This uh, was ninety nine. Yeah, that's probably about when. Yeah. This is basically right before UPN was changing into something else again. Yeah, it's right before they got SmackDown. 
There you go. I believe. I don't know, but this, I looked up this Nelson McCormick guy who directed this, and he is, wow, a uh, fucking TV guy to the nines. Any TV show in the last ten years you could think of, this guy directed it. But movie-wise, also, he directed the remake of The Stepfather, which mm. I saw once, but I don't even remember it, so it must have not been any good. And, I watched parts of it, and I couldn't get into it. And the director of the Prom Night remake, which is, mm. if I'm to be believed by everyone, one of the worst, most generic horror yes. remakes ever. Yes. So, yes. You know, yes. Paint by numbers yes. for that one. And it's yes. not even, like, violent or gory. It's just yes. garbage. It is. This movie is definitely, like, honestly, right now, I mean, we haven't hit the big movies we want to see we haven't seen the new alien we haven't seen guardians yet nope uh you know thor we haven't seen like we were talking about this movie is in my top 10 already because for the year for the year (laughs) for the year because it delivered yeah oh yeah that fucking that poster said you want to see goddamn ron perlman with the shotgun fight a bunch of monkeys and if you're in your right mind you say well fuck yeah i want to see that okay and it gives you the goods Oh yeah, I this, loved it. this this this. What's the best thing of this movie is this movie doesn't try to pretend to be something else. It, it it doesn't try to pretend. It gets down to it gets down to the nitty gritty. It, it, five minutes in, you know what's going down. You know what's going to happen. All the characters are established. It's just a matter of the fun of the background of. Perlman's Brody character and the background on why the baboons like this to begin with. Uh-huh. I loved it. it I loved every fucking second. Ron Perlman is magic. He is a magical monkey man. I was one, I was kind of waiting for him to say, okay, yeah. Like, I thought it was going to be a big twist where uh, this was just like stage one and, and of the experiment with the monkeys and Ron Perlman is stage two. <laughs> like that, that was their end game they were gonna make ron perlman because he does i mean the guy he looks like an ape person mm-hmm. he really does i was like oh you missed a golden opportunity man but anyway yeah like you said man i gotta recommend this to everybody now because don't let the fact that like you know you said made for tv movie spoil you because i didn't know and it doesn't look like it, it does not look like a made for tv movie at all would you agree? Like, yeah, I, I no, I, I totally felt like this was like, you know, like a dimension home video. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we're making a ton of movies to set on the shelf for a couple years. We're putting this out on video now. Yeah, it's great. Monkeys and shock monkeys fighting. Bro- There's nothing more to say about this. Go watch it. It is on YouTube. Um, I would buy this if it came out on Blu-ray or something, but I doubt mm-hmm. that'll ever happen. Anyway. It's time, Tim Gross, to talk about Burt and Cannonball Run. Well, let me let me say JJ McClure. JJ McClure. Ladies and gentlemen, the popcorns in the lobby and the nuts are on the screen. You wanted it, you got it. <laughs> Cannonball Run two, and this time. There's no limit. No limit to the lunacy. 
limit to the chaos. No limit to the stars. Burt Reynolds. Dom DeLuise. What a team. Dean Martin. Sammy Davis Jr. Jamie Farr. Mary Lou Henner. Kelly Savalas. And Shirley MacLaine. Susan Anton. Catherine Bach. Buster Brooks. Sid Caesar. Jackie Chan. Tim Conway, Tony Danza, Jack Elam, Richard Keel, Con Knotts, Ricardo Montalban, Jim Neighbors, Charles Nelson Riley, $9,000,000, Joe Theismann, Mel Tillis, Weird. Abe Bigoda, Frank Sinatra, At last comes the motion picture from the greatest book of traffic citations ever written. Cannonball Run 2. I'm going to get this movie mixed up because I watched part two. I was like, I don't know what tripped my trigger last week. And I said, oh shit, I need to, we need to do this on the show. But I, I watched part two and I immediately went back and watched part one. Yep. So I'm going to get mixed the fuck up big time because they are really interchangeable, I guess. Is they like, they kind of like are. Dis, they were cashing in on what worked the right. first time because the first one came out in, what was it, 81? I think. This is 83? I don't 84. know. Hal Needham's like, the director of this movie is like, hey, you liked Cannibal Run, right? Well, here's more of the same. Yeah, <laughs> here you go with a bigger, crazier cast. Yes, but I don't exactly. I'm gonna pull it up. I I am with Rodrigo. Rodrigo said like one of the greatest things that stuck in my mind ever when he was on the show. I believe he said it on the show where he said any action movie, nobody has any business directing an action movie unless they were a stuntman. And Hal Needham proves that right. Yeah, he's. Totally fucking, <clears throat> totally right. But mm-hmm. this is Cannibal Run Two. Um, do you want to talk about it, Tim? I was gonna let you. Watch, I only got watch to watch some clips. I didn't get to find the whole movie. Mm. To refresh my memory, I was watching some of the clips, and basically, all it is is again, it's get the gang uh, back together. Yeah, J.J. McClure and Dom DeLuise, they decide to get into race so they could drive from, what is it, Florida to Connecticut. It, it fucking changes, dude. I don't know. It changes. First, they're driving, unless I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure I'm right. First, because they get in, it's a race from mm-hmm. either California or St. Petersburg, Florida, where they get in the cars. St. Petersburg, Florida. Yeah. But they keep saying they're coming from California. <laughs> I don't know. It's really weird. I don't know. This this movie's full of mistakes. Sometimes, like, there's there's one magic red Corvette that keeps turning into a Dodge Daytona every once in a while. <laughs> and at the end, Sinatra's driving the Daytona, which is cool. Yes. Um. Yeah. It's a it's a race movie. You got Bird in here. Who? Uh. There is not one person that's not in this fucking movie, dude. It's yeah, and let's not forget it spawned a couple. Is there like, a part three? No, there isn't. But it spawned like Speed Zone and a couple other Collision be- Course with Pat Morita and Jay Leno. Yeah, 
And then, like, in the late 90s, we had, like, Rat Race mm-hmm. and a couple other ones that try to I'm a re- fan of capitalize on that stuff again, and it just, people weren't getting it. Yeah, I'm a big fan of those, like, run-around movies. Like, it's a, there's a whole bunch, like, it's a mad, 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 mad world. It's like that. Uh, like, I don't know what you, it's a genre. Midnight Madness is a good one. Yeah. It's like the, the scavenger hunt movies, I guess you would call them. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. There's a couple more. I think Disney did a couple that were pretty good. Rat Race is pretty good. It, just because John Lovitz and his Hitler impersonation in that movie is fucking great. But this is Burt. Prime era Burt. Mustache. Like, the, I, the mustache isn't rocking in the fullness. You know what I mean? It is yeah. very stylized and sleek and trimmed down a little bit. It's very aerodynamic. It's not the full Hooper mustache. No. You got a sleek mustache, Bert, here. Who, uh, there's a lot of things in this movie that don't make any sense, but it doesn't matter. Like, I think this movie, the movie's terrible, but it's not going to matter when you have this much star talent. That's not when you got D- Dean Martin and Sammy Davis Jr. running around as priests. Right, and Jamie Farr is the sheik, who, yep. at the first part, Tim's favorite part, uh, Ricardo Montalban sends his chic son to America to buy the Cannonball Run because it's been shut down. And yes. so Jamie Farr is putting up the money. I think he's – at first it starts out as $1 million. Mm-hmm. And then the loose plot is uh, Dom DeLuise is Captain Chaos, and they're in like a stunt spectacular. And then Dom DeLuise is also like this Don Cannelloni guy who – has given the mob power to his son, Don. Like Charles Nelson Riley's name is Don Don, which is pretty funny. Um, and then it's just on, and it's a series of, like, like events. Like, stuff happens. You know, you, you're going to... Oh, spend, yeah, because you got Henry Silva, Ada yeah. Bogota. You're going to spend ten minutes with the mobsters trying to hijack the Sheik. You're going to spend ten minutes with Charles Nelson Riley getting beat up by fucking uh, Telly Savalas. You're going to... Spend ten minutes with Dom DeLuise and, and Dean Martin acting like priests, and they're all drunk and shit. You're gonna spend ten minutes with with uh, the two chicks. I can't, yeah. One of them was Catherine Daisy, Bach, and one of them was Daisy Duke. Yeah. And, yeah, Catherine Bach, and I can't remember the other one's name. Uh, Susan Manton. I don't know who that is. The blonde. I don't. I didn't recognize the blonde. Um, I'm very disappointed having not called Adrian Barbeau back, mm-hmm. who I had never realized, like, I've always thought, like, I never understood, like, people calling her hot, because it's, but I watched the part one, yeah, she's mm-hmm. a hot lady, Yep. she gotta calm that hair down, and she could be hot, <laughs> like, non-permed Adrian Barbeau, hotness, permed Adrian Barbeau, no thank you, and boy, the she got the goods, man. She was fucking fine. I missed her in the second one. Like, I wanted her to fucking zip that fucking top down to get out of out of speeding tickets and shit, but... Uh, I just I just love every part of both movies, because it's just Dom DeLuise, anytime he's like, don't worry, JJ, I will take care of this. I forgot how funny he was. Yeah, he's like, I am Captain Chaos. I like... I think my favorite part is when, you know... Bert's trying to convince him to get in the bomb. Yes. And then <laughs> Bert's like, you're going to get all the ladies. All the ladies, Bert. 
yeah, all the ladies. And then Bert goes, walks a few steps away, and he's like, wait a minute, I want all the ladies. Let's switch places. <laughs> and they do. <laughs> but yeah, man, you got Don Knotts shows up with Tim Conway, which is always great. Uh, yep. Hunter's in here somewhere, Fred Dwyer, Dyer, uh, Tony Danza, and I don't know the guy who was with him, but he sucked. You could tell he wanted to be with, like, like they, they needed a, new, a different guy with Tony Danza, so they put a monkey in there with him. Yep. I guess. And it's just a race. But uh, I did make a list. Uh, you know, I'm sitting here looking at this fucking IMDb page. Also, Joe, Joe Theismann's in here somewhere. Yeah, he uh, is. This is when Joe Theismann looks like he's on steroids. Yeah, uh, when he could walk pre-leg uh, uh, snapping incident. Yes, leg snapping and hitting him in the forehead. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you another good guy that was in here. Doug McClure as the fucking, like, Abu guy, the money dude that was hanging out with Jamie Farr that would just hand him stuff. Oh, yes. I love that guy. Like, he fucking, he's from goddamn humanoids from the deep. Yes. He's great. I, I loved what, like, I kept, I couldn't put his name to the movie he was in. And then I had to look him up and I was like, that's him. Holy but shit. But, like, the second Cannonball Run, it was like, whoever wasn't in the first one made right. the second one. And speaking of which, I made a list, a big list. Of people that were probably on call to get cast in Cannonball Run 2 that mm-hmm. I'm surprised that aren't in here. And here we go. Uh, uh, the first one, obviously, I'm going to leave the second. I'm going to leave the first one to the last because it's the biggest head slapper. Where the fuck was that guy? Uh, I feel like Don Ho could have been in here somewhere singing Tiny Bubbles. Like I could see that. Yeah, the, he could have been in the background singing with Telly Savalas and – uh, Sammy Davis and, and mm-hmm. Martin are dressed up like geisha girls. And shit, yes. Which yep. made no sense. None of this movie makes sense. Uh, Carol. Well, that was the, I think that's the beauty of the, uh, especially matter, Cannonball yeah. Run 2. It didn't matter. The it movie matters. makes absolutely no sense. Everybody has fun on it because you look at the excerpts. The best you look part at of the all, movie. Yeah, the end credits. No one's working. No, no. It's just like somebody's like, yeah, we're going to have Yins making it look like you're racing cars. We're going to throw a few stunts in. But mainly, Yins are just going to um, drink and do what you usually do, but you're just going to get paid for it. Uh-huh. And it shows, and it's all the great for it. But anyway, uh, I feel Carol O'Connor could have been in here anywhere. I wonder if it was one of those things he might have turned it down. Might have turned it down. What about Vicky Lawrence? I Mama? could see that. Mama yeah, could have been in there. I could see that. Burgess Meredith? Yeah. Burgess Meredith could have been in there. Bruce Valanche? Yeah. And you had your you had your sports guy. You had your Joe Theismann. I think Bruno San Martino could have been in here. No, nah, because like the first one they had Terry Bradshaw and Joe Glecko. Mm-hmm. Or Kecko or whatever. I'm surprised Bradshaw wasn't in this one. Uh, how about Jer- I'm surprised Jerry Reed not invited to the party, which sucks. yeah, he, he could have definitely been in here. Adam West, yeah, Adam West could have been in here. Vic Morrow, yeah, but the Adam West, that's a big one right there. I never thought about that. Adam West could have been. Really he could have been. He could have literally showed up. Even um, he could have been like he could have uh, been like Burt Ward. They could have showed up as Batman and Robin to break up the fight that was going on. <laughs> I don't know. He could have been like a bootleg Roger Moore who was in the first one playing James yeah. Bond. Yeah. Uh, how about Vic Morrow? Yeah. Warren Oates should have been the guy with Tony Danza. 
Okay. That guy was the one down part, downfall of the movie. I did not like that country guy with Tony Danza. Like, it didn't make any sense. But it didn't matter because you had a monkey. Yeah, it probably made sense at that time. Uh, Dennis Franz. Yeah. <laughs> In there with the mobsters right behind fucking. Henry yeah, but Bilba. see, I think that's before his time. Nah, though. he's old, dude. Now, I know he's old, but I don't, I don't think he's as big as you think he is at that time. Uh, what about uh, Will Chamberlain? Yeah. He could have been in there. Uh, I mean, uh, Waylon Jennings could have been with yeah. Jerry Reed in a truck. Would have been could have been singing a Duke, Duke's a Hazard song. Yep. Uh, early 80s magician Doug Hennig. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, you know, like I said, we had Terry Bradshaw in the first one, Joe Theismann in the second one. How about this team up in a, in a, in like a, a fucking Corvette or no, they got to drive like, like a fucking, I don't know, like a go-kart or something. Mm-hmm. The team up of George Brett and Kirk Gibson <laughs> running around the cannonball run. People wouldn't have got it. Oh, that's their wheelhouse. Yeah. They would have got it. Robert, nah. Robert Vaughn. That one. Yeah. Uh, the best guy from People's Court, Doug Llewellyn, could have been in here somewhere. Jesus. Yeah. Joe Don Baker. Yeah. And the last, the last two before I have the big head slapper, Phyllis Diller and Maud the Puppet. Yeah. <laughs> but the biggest head slapper, like, I kept wanting him, like, I knew he was going to show up and he never did. Burt Young. Where the fuck was Pauly? Paulie needed to be in this, man, with Abe Vigoda and shit. Yeah, that would make sense. Burt Young was made for this movie, and he got he got snubbed. I feel like I feel I don't know. I love this movie. It is a terrible fucking mess of a goddamn movie, but no one gave a fuck because you hit it on the on the head. These are people doing what they do, having fun on film, and it's oh great. yeah, it's great. I do I, I do I did miss Adrian Barbo. But I'm yeah. gonna, this is a perfect movie, dude. This is a perfect, like, I'm going to sit with my buddies on the couch and just laugh my ass off movie. Exactly. And that can ask for no more. Check your yep. brain at the door. I'm going to give this fucking 555 stars. Yeah, this is what they used to do back in the day. Yeah, this is, I wish, none of these type of people are around anymore, dude. No. And this is all of them on show. Yeah, and plus, a movie of this type, if it was done today, would cost a billion dollars. This, we kind of, I mean, cast-wise, yeah, you're not... One, you don't have... you financing you, this today. Yeah, it, yeah, one, you don't have the cast of characters that were, there, were then. Right. And that's not to take away from anybody being good or bad today. Right. But things are just run a lot Could different. You, yeah, it's not going to – who? Like, people have beefs now. Like, nobody – everybody liked each other on this set. You could tell. Even Jackie Chan was – probably didn't speak English, was having fun. Yeah. Everybody. I love this movie from start to finish, and that's it. God damn it. Why – he was right. Why has it? Why how have I got to age thirty nine and not seen this? I don't know what's wrong with you. Anyway, what do you got from next week, sir? Uh, like I said earlier, Donald Gibb, Richard Roundtree, Jocks. Jocks. <laughs> I don't know what I'm watching for next week. I haven't even fucking given it one one thought. 
I want to try to find a voodoo movie, but I don't think I'm going to get it done, dude. I don't think a good one exists. Nah. Fuck, dude. I don't know. That movie Venom, I kind of want to watch that, but I'm not going to... I know you don't like that movie. I thought it was a pretty decent attempt at like a, making another Freddy Krueger, but just didn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a surprise for me next weekend. Maybe I'll get... That's into, fine. Maybe I'll get into some more Burt. Something will hit me at work. Anyway, what you got to pimp, sir? Of course, you can always find me here at Bloodbaths and Boomsticks. Uh, always find me at GrossMovieReviews.com. And if you want to pick up one of my books, just go to Lulu.com. And when you go in their bookstore, just type Gross Movie Reviews, and my books will come up. Nice. Uh, yeah, like our pages on Facebook. Everybody, I love Parker Bowman, but yell at him for not liking Prince of Darkness. <laughs> yeah, he deserves it. He deserves it. Prince of Darkness is way more than just some dumb slasher movie. Uh, just be nice. Parker's a good dude. I told him, like, like I, I can't fight Parker. Then, like, like that breaks up. We lose a Spookies fan, and we can't have that. Yeah. We can't. That would, he said that would cut the Spookies fans in half. And I said, yeah, we can't do this. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Find us on Stitcher. Find us on Facebook. Just search Bloodbaths and Boomsticks. We'll pop up somewhere. Uh, anyway, thanks thanks for coming on, Kurt Hennig, tonight, and we are out of here. Turn out the lights, the party's over. They say that all good things must end. Call it a night, the party's over. Tomorrow starts the same old thing again. All right. First of all, we'll start the day off by telling you, whoo, it is Rolex time. Why do you eat people? Not people. Brains. Brains only. Yes. Why? punch you in the ovary. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Straight shot. Oh, ow. Right to the baby maker. Back for why you can, monkey boy. No matter where you go, there you are. Go fucking iceberg. Obviously, you're not a golfer. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Now go home and get your fucking shine box. Grant me revenge. And if you do not listen to me, with you. If you go, it's gonna turn out bad. Bitches leave. Each day's a gap. Did you see? Did you see? The doctor and me, did you see? You need one more drug deal with that idiot fucking cop magnet of a cousin of yours. And I'll forget your grandmother was so nice to me. I'll cut your fucking nuts off. You understand that? Where my fucking mother? If you touch her again, you're dead! I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.